baby. Oh, I love that theme song. So wonderful. Hey, uh, how's it going, dude? Nah, it's going all right. How's it going for you? Pretty fantastic. Just spit out some gun and gum into my uh, boarding pass for my flight today. Oh, someone uh, took a flight today. So I'm frazzled. <laughs> <laughs> you got jet lag? A little bit of jet lag. No, it was... Uh, was it like an hour difference? I don't think that it constitutes jet lag. Oh, uh, where'd you yeah. go? Uh, Baltimore. Ooh. You know where I went, roommate. Yeah, <laughs> I know where you went, but the people out there listening What? Who is that? Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> oh, man, I'm blocked this way, too. Uh, well, you can someone can fix it. I can't set up for everything. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. So uh, for those listening at home, you're not hearing anything. But for those watching on Facebook streaming, you see there's a weirdo person in the studio with us today. Who is this freak? Everybody, please welcome our guest, Mr. Cody Edgar. Hey, everybody. What's up, dude? Hey, friends. How are you? I'm great. Doing Better than a year. I love the radio banter of we didn't just all see each other right before <laughs> we were this. We weren't just hanging out for three hours. <laughs> yeah, no. Look, how are you? Good to see you. Where's your flight now? <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Hey, guys, thanks for having We got to catch up the listeners, you know? Good. Yeah, yeah. I love the listeners. It's just like a reality TV show. We do multiple takes, and then we <laughs> throw in and give them Final this product. is all true. I wish we could do multiple takes as a radio show. <laughs> not me. I love it live. <laughs> hey, if you're not live, you're not living. Oh. <laughs> and that is tattooed on all of our backs. All yep. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually, it's all the words if you put our three backs together. Yeah. That's that's why that's why we've been like, we've been dying to have you on the show to finally make some sense of this. <laughs> we, we laid down together Cause, cause right back now, to back and they just did it across all three of them. Yeah. Right now, it, when Connor and I sit next to each other, it just says, if you're not living. And everyone's like, well, what, what is that? <laughs> and now with you, we figure it out. Uh, so Cody, uh, tell us some, some more about, uh, what, what, how do you know Ned? (laughs) Me and Ned went to high school together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a year younger than the boy and we were both in the theater department. Mm -hmm. And, um, from there we, uh, I always thought of him as like the cooler older dude. And then I got to know him and that's just not true. That's right. (laughs) He's the cooler. Yeah. It turns out we're just about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's so much cooler. (laughs) No. Yeah. And then, um, we so we, our, we we actually just had the the director of Larry Weinstein in house uh, last weekend, <laughs> and we were talking about high school stories about our, our good friend yeah. uh, Jared Banks. No, the director of Larry Weinstein in house. Yeah. Oh, Jared Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say and star. Yeah. Uh, I thought you directed it. T- technically, I mean, me, Jared, and Jay Weissmuller directed wait, wait, it together. Wait, what do you mean technically? Did you technically direct it, or did you direct it? He was not in the movie. Connor, it's the same way that we direct Micro Satan videos where like all four of us are like, well, you should do this. Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> There's okay. no like true director of it. Gotcha. Yeah. So, executive produced. <laughs> Yeah. No, I had no... Four I had, executive producers, yeah. I had no hand in Larry Weinstein's before I was really friends with them, or like, they were still making it while I was friends, but I wasn't like the in circle, you know, to be able to mm-hmm. get into the movie, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I treat it as gospel. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite the thing. Well, we, we made some videos in high school together. Uh, a lot. Bean Sprout, baby. Bean Sprout, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we made Bean Sprout, which is, uh, c- currently the audio does not sync up on YouTube, <laughs> so uh, my kids got a hold of it, they found it. Oh, wow. And um, they were... Uh, they actually took. Did a they s- say anything else about the other videos on my YouTube channel? No, um, <laughs> nothing about the future bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the audience not synced up on that either. So. Wait, dude, wait, the is- future bowl. So we had this long going joke in high school about the future bowl, which is the crucible in the future, where everyone's like, "Are they robots or are they not robots?" Guys, a little closer to home than you think nowadays. Well, uh, it's called a Turing Elon test. Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, one of my friends, Riley, did a 
24 hour movie contest for his birthday, which I wish more people would do that for their birthday parties. I thought that was so fun. Was awesome. You should do one. Yeah. You just had a birthday. Whoops. Why didn't you do it? Missed it. You blew it. You were out of town. We did do it. Uh, we just made <laughs> videos about how much we hate you. Oh, uh, no, I don't want to. It was fun. So, so we, we did make the future bowl and we just covered Bo Gonzalez's room in tinfoil and then just winged it. And I, I think, <laughs> I still think it is like great. We, we did. So I teach uh, high school and we, uh, I direct and we did the crucible last year and like I wanted to show them so bad but the audio didn't sync up and they they, they would still get it they did they did and they, and they said goody proctron quite a bit goody, goody, oh yeah <laughs> yeah Connor I'll have to show it to you it's, it's pretty I'm, fun I'm very Tutron. yeah I it was one of the things I made in high school where as we were finishing it I was like this is something I'm truly proud of and I think I'll continue to be proud of and I think I'm still proud of it. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll find out tonight whenever you watch it. <laughs> and then I was in your short film in college too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, Molded. Uh, Molded. My very first short film for school, uh, Cody was the lead actor. And, I and it was that one. It was completely crazy because it was like uh, I was trying to find a lead and I auditioned a bunch of people and I couldn't find anyone that quite fit it. And then I messaged you and you're like, yeah, I'll be in town. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. We did that with... Um, uh, Joe Birch was a part of that, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun to work. Joe Birch and Ben show. Butcher uh, yeah, both played part of the, the yeah. monster because um, they had this big um, clay man. Yeah. It, was, it was about a guy who had a dirty apartment and he would do anything to clean it, and he, including buying a clay man off the internet to clean his apartment. Ah, the old Gollum parable. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Golem. That's not confusing with Lord of the Rings. We're about to get a, about to get a copyright. <laughs> hey man, I Gollum as I see him, dude. Hey, Ned <laughs> Gale. Uh, I, I can imagine that must have been pretty fun because we've also uh, collaborated together before. Yeah. Uh, you brought to life an amazing character called Chuck Tucker. Yeah, the, the Charge Chucker. The charge, charge Chucker. <laughs> my, I, my kids found that too, and they like that's their favorite. Uh, because it's just me screaming. Oh my gosh! If I found my teacher doing that video, I'd be like, "What yeah. is going on?" No, and that was that was just us three at your house. I think was anybody else there? It, it was you, me, and uh, Austin Havacan. But yeah. I, I thought you were there. T- I was not there. You were there I, for the planning of it. I was there. I was like, yeah. "Look, it's just this like Jim Adler kind of guy, and Chuck Tucker," and then you were like. You just took it and you ran yeah. with it. I think I even made up the name Chuck Tucker because I, I, because I, I think I wanted something. I think Charge Chucker was one of the first things that I, that I thought of, and then the puns just came with that. It was amazing. Um, well, the, half of that's just Ned's editing, which makes everything look really funny. <laughs> um, but because uh, I just sat in front of a green screen and just ranted, like just I, not, nothing yelled for out. like an hour. I just, yeah, <laughs> yelled for an hour and they did stuff with it. Now, uh, for those who aren't listening. Chuck Tucker is one of those cheesy TV lawyers with a crazy ad that everybody is, just knows. And Cody, uh, can you tell us anything about Chuck Tucker and his life? And just like, well, the the big thing about Chuck Tucker is he was not as he appeared. Mm-hmm. Um, Chuck mm-hmm. Tucker. Well, was, what's his true name? Well, his true. Well, so it's revealed throughout it. Uh, so this was a. Filmed. It was the first thing of the show, wasn't it? I think yeah, it was the first thing we showed. We released it before. We, we used the it as show. a commercial. Yeah, to advertise, that's right. Which that, was a smart idea. On our part. Yeah. So it was. So he does this Jim Adler type thing where he's Chuck Tucker, the charge chucker, and he's ready to charge and chuck any charge you might accrue right at the goddamn window. Uh, now, great. Um, he is revealed to have gone. So like the whole thing was like a trial that he was a lawyer in, and it was the trial for Connor and Billy's lives. And uh, the uh, judge with was Ruth 
and it turned uh, out that Judge Ruth, Judge Ruth, <laughs> and it turned out that Judge Ruth and Chuck, Chuck Tucker had been had gone up in the lawyer business together, um, and that secretly before he adopted his new name, his name before was Neil Biggles. <laughs> I, I want to note that like surely nobody in the writers' room knew anything about law school. <laughs> no, no, I made I made up. Like the, we were talking about everything. It was like yeah, and then like the judge and the lawyer went to school together. They played on the basketball team. Yeah, yeah, they were both on the basketball team. I think that's how it worked. And then it, it was really revealed that his true name, I think, was like it was a uh, Charles Charles Tinyman, something uh, uh, Tinyman, Broderick Tinyman, Broderick yeah. Tinyman, and um, he had a bucket. Yeah, first. yeah. The, the first bucket you bring out is a little small, and then the second bucket is a huge one. This is Broderick Tinyman. This is Broderick Tinyman. That's where I uh, f- put my flop sweat into. That's where I rang oh, out my God. flop sweat. That was a that was a very very fun show, and we finally yeah. uh, we've got the footage of that one, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's somewhere just waiting to be touched. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so excited to see yeah. it. Yeah, no, oh. that was so much fun. Um, I so I knew so me and Ned have been like since we first were friends, always creating dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, we, I don't know if you've ever told. Have you told this story about Fat Fest on here before? About how you <laughs> oh, met? oh, no. how Connor and I have met our origin story. Not a lot of people it, know I, our origin story. I met I met Connor the same time Ned met Connor, which uh, probably beforehand because um, so we me my friend John McFarlane. Uh, put together a music festival because he just wanted to one mm-hmm. summer. Like I think the summer right and this, after. High and school. this is down in Clear Lake, Space City. What up, represent? What up, blah, 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 blah. Uh, And he, um, so he called it Fat Fest, um, and he got Na- a bunch of local bands. named by me after my band really? Fallout of Good, who did not play. Who did not play? <laughs> yeah. thing. He, it was Fat P H or no, no, it was, it was F A T P H E S T. Yeah, and he uh, he. Just booked a lot of local people, and he booked our friend Paul Zenti to do some comedy. He booked another yeah, yeah. Dude. We wanted to book some some comedy. So it was uh, you, Alex Ravondi. That's right. Yeah, who that was, was uh, might I add, voted A and M's funniest student. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I remember. Oh my god! I remember. Uh, keep going. I'll go back to A and M's funniest funny. student. <laughs> Anyways, we booked this guy. Also, he booked this guy. Out. So I was looking through the list, and it was like all the clear like staples, like uh, uh, Team Dank, <laughs> Team uh, Dank, Clear Lake Dang. Staples. Rest they got all the hits. Hey, the Clear Lake. Clear Lake used to have a was. pretty healthy music scene, and I think yeah. that music festival was really cool because it was. It, there weren't a lot of shows happening in Clear Lake and there used to be when I like first went into high school well there was that one bar where you guys always played or the one coffee shop coffee oasis yeah, oasis. yeah rest in peace yeah, yeah I know yeah. that always had, uh, the, had sandwiches spelled wrong in the, <laughs> the window for like 10 years yeah. <laughs> um, so then there's just this Connor Clifton is booked on this show and we have no idea who he is three random comedian or yeah yeah so three comedians go up and yeah. Connor goes up and does this uh, yeah so Cody was so the host so I was the host it. me and Jared yeah, were the yeah. two hosts of it director of Larry Weinstein <laughs> and we we, um, we introduced Connor and I don't think we'd even met you beforehand even like shook your hand or anything and Connor goes up and here comes this country bumpkin uh, and yeah we met him beforehand he was wearing like uh, overalls I guess like I, I might have shook your hands like hey what's going on man I, uh, I, I walked up and I was wearing a plaid long sleeve shirt yeah. and overalls and I walked up to uh, John McFarlane and his brother who had don't know his name. Joseph. 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 Yeah. John and Joseph McFarlane, and I just immediately went, Oh, look at y'all. Y'all are twins. Ain't that something? And they're just like, Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what did we book? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, so Connor does this whole stand up set in character as this country guy. 
and is the is the funny like the funniest like uh, well he doesn't just do it as the country guy because he keeps breaking character and going into this like real miserable dude oh just, yeah like, whips out a cigarette and he's like you know the thing is and, like, oh yeah and, and I remember watching that I was like this is the best yeah no it was it was really good and like Ravandi had just gone before you and you know he bombed yeah no, he, he was he bombed terrible. hard I couldn't believe it he was a and M funniest student <laughs> yeah and he bombed yeah Paul did well uh, Ravandi, Paul did pretty great yeah, yeah. Ravandi bombed and then you came in and. I, there was like a mixed reaction among like the like normal. Well, well first off, the normal half the audience left when the comedy started. Exactly, which was a but the band kids I, that sticked part. around were like, "What is this guy?" And all of us comedy people in the back were like, "This is perfect." And <laughs> it was this really big divide. But then we met you afterwards, and you just kept the thing up. And I think at one point you came out of it. I don't know, but I think at one he, point... I came out of it long enough for Connor and I to talk about. I was like, dude, you do comedy? Like, I'm trying to do this kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, I'm really big into Tim and Eric. I was like, dude, what's your email? Let's trade emails. Yeah. And there's some very embarrassing... <laughs> there there <laughs> like, are, like, some really old emails of me and Ned just like, what do you think is funny? I like Tim and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and this is like, you're like, we should definitely get together. He's like, yeah, I'm working on a film. I was like, oh, cool, man. And then radio silence for, years like, six years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then years. suddenly, I think, I forget what it was, but I think you were like hey do you want to come over to my house one time I, I was home from college I'm like yeah who's there and you're like oh it's you know Jared and Burr and all these people and then Connor Clifton's here and I was like that's a name I haven't heard well, in I, eye on ages well, I haven't heard that name <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, I, and I walked in and you were just a completely different person than what we had met that day and, I, and then we were you were wearing pants friends. instead of overall yeah, yeah. yeah. completely changed uh, I remember meeting you and being like this guy's so cool and thinking that you thought I was so lame where, where did we you meet? were just where like we no no I don't want to talk to you I just want to do my dance Dances and oh like, yeah, oh, that, that was at a uh, Avant Garden because I think I remember being like, dude, you need to re meet Cody. <laughs> like, I think I, you guys are gonna get along. <laughs> I I met, I've never had a problem with you. I was just like uh, learning what you're like. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, Cody doesn't stop. No, yeah, 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 yeah which I love. Yeah, uh, it's one of my favorite things about you. But uh, one of the things I remembered most about that set, yes, I did break character because. Someone came up to me and was like, hey, you want to? We're having a party later. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I would like to attend. <laughs> and then that's when I broke character. Uh, but the, the, the thing I remember most about that is I had some jokes about NASA that I cannot repeat on air, but it was very critical of NASA. Oh, yeah. And I remember all the parents just like crossing their arms, being like, he's making fun of our bread and butter. And all the kids being like, we hate our parents. Keep going. More NASA material. I mean, it was also a very aggressive joke. Yeah, yeah. Na- NASA or not, the wording would cross any parents' arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, re- I remember being upset. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, could, you, could say it, you could say it about local frozen yogurts and still make that joke, and everyone would be like, hmm. <laughs> I remember being so entwined with NASA that like when Obama was first like campaigning and like he had said some like you know like we don't need to worry about space shit I'm like who the I was like well, who is this guy you know I was like so I was so uh, I was so upset <laughs> yeah no, I, I, I can understand it took me a long time I got in an argument with our friend Austin Havikin who completely changed my mind about NASA and now I'm super pro NASA yeah they do good things they do they do but that was a really cool way to meet you guys. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun. Did you, I, did you end up going to the party that night? I didn't. It was at Zach's house. No one I, ever texted me. <laughs> I gave, I guess. What a chump. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gave that person my phone number, and I guess they were just like, oh, it's a character. I wanted the country bumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> Not that city slicker. We were we were going to watch that, that bumpkin eat nine corn cobs. <laughs> we were so excited <laughs> about it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought, like, we're going to invite the stupid yokel and make him eat 
eat a bunch of farm food. Yeah. You got a pig for wrestling. <laughs> it's just this big pit of pigs. Yeah, <laughs> One of us asked him to prom as a joke. <laughs> we were going to cheese all that him, and they're yeah, like, oh, it's just some kid. <laughs> like, whoa, he's really awesome. Yes, I was. Anyway, Jeez, I got onto that show. Boy. I got onto that show randomly. Yeah, uh, how did you give I still, to this day, don't yeah, know I don't how you know. were booked. It was because... Who would have let your stupid... No. All right, so I did do stand-up and open mics from 19 to 20. I, I think you were from 1998 to... <laughs> yeah, uh, 2001. From, yeah. <laughs> Never forget, dude. So... Um, for two years, I did open mics, and so I guess I was following a lot of local comics, and they were following me, and that made like, oh, people you might know. So Fat Fest follows me, and I follow back because this was I was trying to build my Twitter thing. Man, way to go, McFarland! Yeah, really. I'm like following comedians and oh, like really getting Twitter you know, going. Well, you know who actually ran the Fat Fest Twitter? Hunter. Oh, hundred so dollars. It, it was hundred dollars indeed. Maybe it was Hunter that did that. that Dang, because because I, I know Ravondi was a connect through uh, Zach. He had done a stand up set at one of, of their band shows. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like that was his connection, and then Paul. We just that's Paul. <laughs> I saw Zach yesterday. Oh yeah, how's he doing? Yeah, yeah. Good. We'll talk off here. Now, <laughs> now you want to pump Hunter up? Let's go a little bit further into how this oh, all played out, and you won't think Hunter's so great at social oh, media. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, could you believe that the guy who booked A and M funniest student did absolutely no vetting of me i didn't have a single youtube video up uh my twitter wasn't the best and i he whoever was running that twitter account just tweeted out hey we're looking to book some local comedians for this festival that was definitely hunter yeah and i just said sign me up and he said okay to, to be fair, we're a bunch of like seventeen-year-olds trying to book comedy. I was going to say, like, you're, uh, you're operating under the assumption that we turned people down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, I'm telling you, half of the bands did not show up. That's crazy because I I had convinced myself that y'all had UT's funniest student, and you just beefed it and got this guy who he was just so bad. <laughs> Ravondi, if you're listening, I'm sorry about. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm not. about it. <laughs> Uh, thanks for giving me a really we did. easy crowd. We saw we saw, <laughs> we saw him uh, a couple of years later at uh, A&M. What's, what's the festival they do in Bryan, Texas? Something Lights or whatever. So, some sort of like street fest they do there. Yeah. And we saw uh, Cody Hustack, who ended up two years later being the uh, funniest person in Austin. And he blew my mind because there's a bunch of A&M comics and then him doing the most like out there material ever. That's and I was awesome. like, whoa, this rules. That's, a, oh, that's so great. Something good came out of that. <laughs> but beyond our friendship. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, but since then, yeah. No, I, I. the thing about warming up to me, like you say that, like, oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I've never had that not like that's how Ned was to me. That's how every friend I've ever had has been to me, is that it takes a little warm-up time. <laughs> it, it wasn't warming up. It wasn't like, uh, Cody's hanging out. It's like, I could immediately identify that I wanted to be your friend. <laughs> no, it, it was this this weird thing. It wasn't like you were cooler, maybe because you're taller than me, and I was like Whoa. literally looking up to you, being like, "This guy wears basketball shorts in public." <laughs> <laughs> He's unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> I literally almost wore them today. <laughs> and I was like, because I like I was like maybe not. <laughs> well, we'll add the basketball shorts in post <laughs> for the video. <laughs> yeah, we've got a filter. Ned's really great. People with people always watch these videos, and it's really important. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I just. Uh, from the get-go, I was like, okay, this guy is really, really cool. I want to be his friend. And here we are. Here we are, buddy. Yeah. Um, I want to go back a little bit to Chuck Tucker, but specifically... The Charge Chucker? The Charge <laughs> Chucker, the very same. Specifically, I want to ask about... Uh, 
you th- that idea started as a concept yeah and you created this entire character with a backstory that ended up becoming quite integral to the plot yeah. of the show oh, oh, the, more than the, it was going to be yeah the, the plot being or one of the biggest things about the character is that he went to school because he loved lawyer commercials yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and I love that he just kept going on about that yeah, yeah he was just way more into the actual commercial making than being a lawyer <laughs> but you uh, how do you come up and really define these characters that you Where portray. do you get your ideas from? <laughs> that, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. Uh, <laughs> I want to know about your process yeah, of refining yeah. an idea, not where you found the idea. You did mention that you're a theater teacher. So yeah. Like, um, I, the I don't write as much as I would like to because I I don't do anything as much as I would like to besides directing. I direct a lot. And then, and then acting and writing and all those other stuff I, I would love to do more of. Um... With, I'm I'm a person that like even when I watch a movie or something, I'm so obsessed with character. I think it's my favorite thing about it more than storyline or plot or anything. If you give me like really grounded like characters, I can leech onto. Like that's like a huge thing for me. So like, I you gave me this small task and I made it into a much bigger one because you told me to make a character and to me that means like I need to know everything about this guy front and back because uh, in improv that's kind of what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like so with my kids. Uh, whenever we do um, plays, uh, I make them do like all this stuff about their character. Like even if they play f- Fireman Number Four, I'm like, you need to know everything about the beer? Fireman. No. <laughs> 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 if you're playing this beer bottle, you need to know where you were manufactured. No, like they need to know literally everything about them because if you can't answer a question about your character, you're not your character to mm. me. Um, like you need, like you That's need to, good. you need yeah. to be able to like. So we do these improv exercises where I put them in front of the rest of the cast and I have oh. them all just and, oh, this and they, is so anxiety inducing I, I know but they, and I have the rest of the cast just ask them questions and they have to answer in character that's really cool and, yeah, that um, sounds grueling it, it, it is yeah. no and they all like really enjoy it and I give them like a minute to like prepare and get themselves in their head we all sit in silence for like a minute while they like get in the headspace. and uh, then I'm like alright go and then great. like I have a pose that they all do um, every character they ever do I get them to define it as a pose mm-hmm. um, that if I looked at the pose I would know a little bit about your character just by looking at them yeah how do you carry yourself how do you present yourself exactly yeah. like what uh, we do like these walking exercises all the time like what do you lead mm-hmm. with your nose your chest your your hips like what is something that what propels you through a room what do you look like when you're most happy because like my happiness and Ned's happiness if I'm at a 10 and he's at a 10 they're going to look really different so what makes your character happy how do you get there What what is your 10 happy what do you look like <laughs> yeah, yeah me, I'm like I'm, ba- I'm Daffy Doug just bouncing around on my butt going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not that different yeah. <laughs> what about you Connor what's your top 10 <laughs> You go, uh, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. oh my god, my tongue rolls up. I fire my pistols into the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I just, I love, I love, I, that's one of my favorite things about theater is diving into another person's mind. And do being do like, you have any I am. favorite uh, characters or character actors who are like constantly putting out characters? Like, who, who are you? Who are some of your influences? Um, <laughs> I, I think, I, I don't know, for some reason, this is not going to be like, this is not not my answer like this is my answer but this is not my number okay, one okay then we'll talk off air <laughs> <laughs> no um, I, I think Michael Keaton is so interesting uh, yeah. in anything mm-hmm. he does like we just talked about The Founder uh, which is not like a great movie um, uh, the one where he plays Ray Kroc but uh, he does a fantastic but he's job. so good mm, he's and so anything good he does in there my big thing is and I talk to my kids about this I love it when, when you're watching a performance you can see the wheels turning in their head mm-hmm. like just by the way they look and by the way they process their language mm-hmm. in terms of like they're like 
they, they're trying to feel like so they get a new piece of information and so many kids when they get a new piece of information just immediately are reaction and so they, and they think that's acting like if I said like your mother is dead they would just be like what no that's no you know they would just like get so bad yeah, be yeah. sad exactly be and, sad. and there's something about Michael Keaton I just I just showed my um, my mom and my stepdad Ken um, I showed the <laughs> 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 I, just, <laughs> I just showed them uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, which is not like his peak of acting. But oh, like, but he's so good! But he's at really it. good at it. He, he immediately humanized that character. Like yeah. from the first scene of that, I, when we watched that movie, I was just like, "All right, let's see a Marvel movie." Yeah. Oh, he's so yeah, good. Yeah, he's so good. And I, when we were just talking about um, character, I, the movie that always runs to my head, and probably my favorite movie of the last ten years is Birdman. And mm-hmm. um, I love Birdman. I love yeah. everything about it, the way it was made, and I love the acting in it because the characters are so rich and they don't get always the most dialogue um, and that's not always needed to be make a rich character mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and so like by the end of the film you really understand him but like I said I think it's about the wheels turning and the emotion on the face and what you can do because it takes like you don't really work with high school actors that much before you're a high school director <laughs> Yeah, it, it's just the truth like I student taught for six months and before that I did like a camp so all in all with other camps I've done I probably had a year and a half of experience of actually working with high school probably not even that of working with high school actors and then when you get high school actors you realize really quickly what their tics are mm. and a lot of their tics are they don't want to look each other in the eyes like they, they, they I have kids so often just like one of my best actress uh, in like, uh, like that I've ever had um, darts eyes she just darts her eyes off because she doesn't want to be emotionally available for the other person mm-hmm. um, because she's really focused so much on what she's doing um, that she doesn't want to be there yeah yeah and as and as humans, we don't look each other in the eyes the entire time. That'd be weird and awkward. But there's moments where you do. You know. You know. There goes Ned Starin. Oh boy, we're doing good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, but the big thing about <laughs> <laughs> but the big thing about it is that I feel like they think they need to put on a show. And here's the difference in film acting and theater acting. You didn't ask this question. I'm going to tell you though. Uh, theater, theater is obviously bigger. You got to be bigger, mm-hmm. right? You got to be so much bigger than you do on film. But you also have to try to make it realistic. And people process information. They don't just immediately get mad or, or sad or upset. So if you tell somebody a piece of information, they're going to sit there for a second and they're going to process it and they're going to take a pause. Kids are so afraid of silence. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Like e- even I, I wouldn't even just say kids, people who are new to performing. Yeah. Like, like as you work that muscle, I think silence is the toughest thing. That's something that I, I had to learn a long time in improv because I'm a... F- like I'm a fast moving guy. I yeah, like to yeah, get to yeah. the next thing real fast and sometimes letting stuff just sit yeah. is like so important. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true. It's just really weird that you just said that like they're terrified of it. I've always had the impression that kids are some of the bravest people because they're always trying these like weird new trends that I've never really heard of. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think we have, I think we've got like a special report here on something that kids are up to these days. Hang is this rainbow parties? No, hang on. Um, let me, let me get the audio going. Like, okay. You're listening to Parent News. They're calling it adulting. Kids pretending to be adults as a new fad. While most go out trick-or-treating or looking for tail. <laughs> They're now finding it more fun to look for mail. That's right, snail mail coming back in the news. Mortgages, tons of adult things that these kids are now trying a special report by Brian Landau. 
they call it adulting, like uh, the news guy just said. Ray. Ray. <laughs> Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Sorry. New on the job. Uh, these children out here are constantly talking about things that normally you wouldn't expect them to talk about. We have children talking about 401k plans, trying to take out a second mortgage on their tree houses. We even found one child complaining about his 1040 easy. <laughs> I, what? <laughs> it's a tax form. <laughs> And this is why this is clearly a bit you guys planned before I was home. <laughs> What's a bit? <laughs> Excuse me, mister. What's a bit? Why do you guys keep talking to each other's cell phones? You guys, what's with news guys using cell phones now? <laughs> They're calling it texting. <laughs> I would love to see a news report where they're just reporting on something that everyone knows about. Yeah. They're calling it logging onto the internet. <laughs> uh, it's out there. It's just Old news. <laughs> Whoa. Jeez. Well, thanks, Ned. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> we should have gave him a prep. And yeah, no, if you guys, I mean, I heard you guys talking about it in the garage, and it seemed like you guys were having a good time, you know, without me. Uh, and then <laughs> They're calling it complaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, do you feel like we should do some warm-ups first? Uh, yeah, let's do, oh, let's let's do, do some quick warm-ups. Warm yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, okay uh, let's do a quick shake it out, okay? So, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Horse slips. Horse slips. Do you have a favorite theater warm-up? Um... Uh, or, or a good tongue twister. Sure. Um, my mom made. My, my mom, mom made. Me and my mates. Me, me and, and my, my mates. Marmalade. <laughs> Platform three and three quarters. This is a real one I do with them because I do. So I do. I do consonants and I do like Bob bit a blue bug and I go through all the consonants. Yeah. And one that I just made up was uh, the the um, this the sentence. Tough, Timmy, you get two toes. <laughs> which, okay, and I have a backstory about it. Connor, is, oh, okay. uh, so Connor and I are going to play out that scene right now. Oh, sure, go ahead. Okay, okay. okay. Do you want to play Timmy, or would you like me to play Timmy? Uh, I'll play the doctor. Okay, right. okay. Uh, Mr. Do Mr. Doctor, uh, I, I don't know if my parents can afford these sandals that you prescribed me. They're all weird shaped and they cost extra because they don't look like each other. Tough, Timmy. You get two toes. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but why? Any <laughs> coffee, you guys? <laughs> That's called a cameo. Nice. One line. <laughs> my, my kids, I, I, I also direct the improv troupe and my kids will be in the scene sometimes and I'll just walk in sometimes to it. Like I'm just watching on the side of the and I go, water? Anybody want water? <laughs> like in the, in the middle of what they're doing. <laughs> Well, okay, so you're talking about improv. We just talked about theater exercises. There is one improv exercise I really love doing with you guys. Maybe that can warm us up a little sure. bit. Oh, oh. Uh, what's it called? You all say the same thing? Mind meld. Mind meld. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like three, two. Is it, do you want to try to do a two-person one real we'll quick? Do a, okay. we'll, yeah, do a, two, we'll do a two-person one to show. So basically the idea is we're both going to say a word at the exact same time, and then after that we're going to do it again, but this time we're going to try to find a word that connects those Yeah, two and words. try to say the same thing at the same time. So let's do let's do a two-person, then let's try all three of us if okay. we can possibly. Okay, okay. so uh, Cody, you and I, let's Try. You ready? Okay, so three, three two, two, one. Fruit. Microphone. Okay, fruit and microphone. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Banana. Damn. All right. Good job. Good job, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want to try all three? This is going to be tricky this if we can hard. get all three. All three There's no way this all is going to happen. Okay. okay. Ready? One. Three. Wait. One. Two, three, wait. Three, two, one, or one, two, three? Oh, it's a three, two, one. Up. I'll start on two. Okay. Ready? 
I'll, I'll do. I'll say three. I'm gonna do Nancy two, one, two. three. Connor, you say one. Oh, oh okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. Wait, wait, wait. But are we going three, two, one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, either way, I'm going. Second. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Shots. Whoa! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did we all just say shots? Shots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it again. Ready? <laughs> three, two, one. Basketball hoops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are so in sync, we might as well be the band. <laughs> Jeez. God, improv is so fun when you're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Let, let's let's try, here's another game um, that me and Ned often play before we record our hilarious podcast, Honey, I Shrunk the Pitch. Uh, let's uh, save uh, the plugs for the end. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> oh, um, you're on my podcast. Yeah, oh, if you, if so you want to talk about Outside Skin room. or Honey, I Shrunk the Binge or any of our other projects we work on together, sure. let's save it for the end. Sure, <laughs> coming up next month um, here's the uh, here's the here's the deal um, it's called a one word story right and uh, oh, I love this what's game. gonna happen is we're gonna try to make a story based off just the title of a book that does not exist mm-hmm. and we're all gonna go around one word at a time and try to make a story alright okay, okay. So, actually I've got the title right here on my boarding pa- oop that's gum uh, <laughs> I've got the title <laughs> on my boarding pass right here and that title is The Youngest Fleets Flying The Youngest Fleets Flying Cody right. would you like to start I would once there was a pilot who had yokes all up in his face. <laughs> it was sticky and nasty, but made a lot of sense. <laughs> Don't tell anyone I put a lot. So one day when he was flying. Hi. <laughs> the p- co-pilot asked him, "What's the deal with airline <laughs> food, <laughs> man?" Uh, all right. <laughs> the End. <laughs> <laughs> Good story, guys. So this guy is flying a plane. He has eggs all over his face. He's like, ah, I can't see anything. The guy goes, what's up with this food? He's, he's practicing his comedy routine. <laughs> Not paying attention to no, his no, job. No, no, no. He's even asking. He's looking at his face. He's like, what's up with this food on your face? What's up with the airline you know food? What the, uh, airline they was? don't serve eggs. Yeah, you know what, what the airline was? What was it? United. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the news again. <laughs> you guys reading the news? News, yeah, I, oh, I, news. I read the news. Yeah, the news. It's a, have you favorite. heard the news? The Lord is back. <laughs> oh, you mean the good news? The good news. Oh, yeah. Okay, now only the bad news. CNN. Yeah, <laughs> oh, go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> wow, 360 audio coming from Cody. Ah, <laughs> uh, great. I'm so glad that we said fake news on KPFT. <laughs> uh, do you want to? <laughs> Wait, can we talk about some outside skin stuff real quick? Just yeah, go ahead. Talk no, about I, this. Talk about the improv group that you guys have, and I'm not a part of, but Billy is. How is? Oh, <laughs> one time only. <laughs> Two times. Two times. Once no, on TV, whoa. and then once on stage for New Year's. Remember. TV. All right, so you guys are we were on public access troupe. television. That's right. <laughs> so you guys are in an improv troupe called Outside Skin. This is mm-hmm. correct. And how did you guys start this improv troupe? What inspired it? I have the exact texts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it li- literally, it was uh, there was a um, improv bracket tournament um, that we yeah uh, made a do was bracket yeah that we entered into. 
um, just because as soon as it went up, me and Ned were like, oh, we're going to do it together. And um, yeah, and, let's duo this together. <laughs> and then so, somebody um, from the organization messaged me, hey, what's y'all's name? And I just turned, I just texted Ned that day and I have the text and I said, hey, what's our name? And Ned said, outside skin. <laughs> and I went, I think my response, response was, yup. <laughs> I said, we can change it. You're like, nope, that's it. <laughs> the one. And I sent it to her. And then it became more than an improv troupe in the terms of we didn't think the improv was as much fun as yeah I, th- I think this speaks to as much as like just taking something and running with it of like oh this name's goofy we, sh- we should address that so we started all of our shows with like really weird songs yeah like a song and, and I- dance number do you guys remember any of them yeah oh, oh outside skin well, well what, what is, is it outside skin well who has it is it here is it there is, is it, it under, under your chair, chair? Is, is it something you should handle, handle with the greatest of care, care? well yes but actually, oh, I don't remember. No. Oh, oh, well, no. <laughs> Could it protect you from your greatest, greatest of foes? Well, it can do all that, and it, it can, can even do more. Oh my goodness! Because it's outside skin. I'm telling you, bro, it's outside skin. It's more than a show. Outside skin. Well, let's bring it down low. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you Outside Skin, the most wonderful, incredible uh, product to ever hit the markets. And this product, what it will do is it will save you. It will save you from all of your problems, emotional needs, uh, physical problems, anything that ails you. Man, that's so true. And out there, I see you guys. I see you through our microphones, and I see that you're wearing some Inside Skin. Ew. And that's icky, sticky stuff that you don't want in your life. Because yeah. if you didn't know, Outside Skin will give you powers. 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 Magical, Magical, mystical powers. Powers. <laughs> Powers. <laughs> Man, it's been so long. That's the first time we've done that since last summer. That was incredible, guys. That was so awesome. Um, no, and so there's like ten of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's a cult. And oh, well, it's not well, a cult. It's not a cult. Yeah, it's not a cult. It's not a cult. We do own a boat. It is not a cult. Yeah. Yeah. Not a cult. It's not a cult. It is not a cult. Um, but uh, it became like a self-help program of how to cure yourself. And we're trying this summer to put on what we've been planning for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It started as a thing. I think we were going to do New Year's 2016. And we couldn't put it yeah. together. And then, and it's called the Outside Skiminar. Outside Skim presents uh, yes. the Outside yes, Skiminar. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. And, and we've done money. We, we say it's an improv troupe, but most of the shows we've done at this point are like way more planned out than they are improv shows. Yeah. Well, you were on one. Um, one of our, I think, I think, I think the purest moment of Outside Skin was at uh, Josh uh, and Steph presents. Yeah, uh, I, I remember that. I remember that. That was the turning point of. <laughs> Before you go on the story, I just want to say that that my mom was in the audience that night, and the crowd was explosive at your performance. You got yeah. the whole room moving and singing with you, and yeah. my mom said, "I didn't get it." But the room loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I I don't I don't think we need you to get it. Yeah, I don't oh, I don't think the room my mom's gets listening, it. dude. No, 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 no. no. This this is for everyone. I'm for yeah. everybody. I, I like because because I, I don't think we truly get we have what always, we want. Anytime I have ever pressed for being like, hey, let's really define how it started, what's going on. Ned, rightfully so, and I didn't get this attitude till later. Said. 
the less we know about it, the more we can do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. And there's no. <laughs> the like, second we start laws. putting up bounds, we have to like yeah, kind of stick to a it's mythos. It's not a TV yeah. show or a movie where like people can like look back and say, "Hey, people are seeing a different thing every time." So we've had so many different holidays that have conflicted with each other. Like we've had new, <laughs> we've had new skins miss and like new, new skins, skins Eve, skin miss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the new great skins feast, the new skins feast. Yeah, <laughs> and they all conflict with each other, but we're just we don't allow ourselves to get bogged down in our own mythos. Yeah. The, the for new skinsmiths that was the last show we did around Christmas break. Uh, I, I was just talking to Hannah about this how we so what we did is we uh, put glue all over our body and mm-hmm. let it dry yeah. so we could tear it and look like our skin was coming off. Now of course we know how uh, new skinsmiths works is that uh, every year uh, skinsmiths comes around and we unwrap ourselves to release our yeah. new skin. Yeah, we so, wrap ourselves up in wrapping. So paper. we spent the entire night wrapped up in wrapping paper, looking like cute little Christmas boys, and everyone kept walking out. They're like, "We love your costume." <laughs> Yeah. Not knowing that we were sitting in two and a half hours, just like <laughs> cooking glue. glue to our body. Every time I move my arm, I could feel my hair is being torn out. <laughs> it was so, so we go up, we do our performance, and we we set up what Skinsmith is. We're wearing our thing. We do our song and dance. And we're like, time to unwrap ourselves. And we rip it open, and it's just like tattered, disgusting <laughs> oh skin. No, we're like, and, oh no! Yeah, I remember the. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> what, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> She's yelling at people in the audience, and I remember people in the audience genuinely used to be like, oh, ooh, you. Yeah. We, we were pointing at them. As as we were coming to this going, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are not good people to, to perform. Like we, it's funny because as like before we were doing that, I made the I made the call for some reason to tell my mom what we were gonna do, thinking that she'd be like, oh cool. Um, <laughs> oh cool. And I told my mom we're gonna cover ourselves with glue. And she told Ken, and Ken is like a very old-fashioned, like, you know, country kind of dude. Glue um, for paper. You know, a Connor Clifton. Oh, the, the kind of guy who would just eat like nine. <laughs> Corn cobs. Yeah. No, he sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. He keeps the show float. No, no, he, uh, <laughs> he, 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 I told him about that. I think I woke up to a text the next day where he just texted me, so how was the glue? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it went well, Ken. <laughs> It went well, Ken. Yeah. I, I guess what this is all leading to is if you guys know a place we could book our, our uh, outside skimminar, we'd love to do it. Yeah, we yeah. would love The other th- funny thing about Ken, real quickly, um, this is going to sound really morbid, but this is a true fact about my family. There is, it, within my family, it's me, my mom, my aunt, and my uncle. We have a text group that is solely reserved for when famous people die. <laughs> Now, what we do... Deadpool. Uh, morbid? No, sorry. I, I, I said, this is so, kind of... Twisted. So I'm a little. I'm a little out there. And I'm sorry about it. No, like literally, there is a. Um, what, what? And I, it was all like one of our family members back in the day used to just go up to people and go, "Hey, you know Merle Haggard." Dead. <laughs> like, and that's how he would break. Dead. The, and that's all he, of them. And that's dead. how he would break the news. <laughs> you, you would just say the name and then put dead. So what we do is in two separate texts. It's it's a race. The, whenever somebody famous dies, the first person that can put name of person dead wins, and we all congratulate them on on the text. We just added Ken to it recently, and what Ken did that was so funny was I think it was. Um, uh, who Triple X Temptation? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> Sorry, I won. <laughs> um, no, it was like uh, I forget who it was. It was. Um, oh, it was um, uh, the one with the weird name, the old lady with the weird name. 
I forgot her name. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, Miss Snoozle Boozle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tragic loss. Too young. Let's, say, let's, let's, let's just let's let's just say it was let's say it was Mickey Rooney and, and Mickey Rooney. Um, all in all caps with no spaces. He sent one text that put Mickey Rooney. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed so hard about it. Oh, uh, man. Stupid Ken. Ken. Ken is a great man. <laughs> and I support him very much. I do want to circle back to what you said about, like, so how'd the glue go? I yeah. think it's really touching when our parents try to, like, support mm-hmm. our creative endeavors. Oh, yeah. But sometimes they say and, like, do, like, the weirdest <laughs> attempt. Like, I know, what did your mom say about Micro Satan shows? What did she call them? Uh, wait, what do you mean? Oh, no, that was something completely different. That was someone's coworker talking about improv and calling it a stand-up play. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the funniest description. I think it was Roger Anderson said that. Stand-up like, play. How'd your little stand-up play go? That's really good. I love that. Ken is super supportive, as is my mom, but Ken has never been a part of this world before where he's like gone to see stuff I've done, so it's, it's been really like eye-opening for him because character uh, walked around, and my parents, uh, my parents showed up, and um, my mom was like, in terms of like being too, like she's like almost the opposite where she's like too committed. She walked in, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm his aunt." <laughs> she like, wanted to be a part of it, and like I, like I was just like, "Oh yeah, hey there, Aunt Libby," and she was go like, "I'm Tilly." Like she like had like a whole backstory created for this That's awesome. And she wanted me to play along. Yeah, and, and I was like good. trying to like that. We had like pre-described bits we were gonna do. So like Billy played Corky St. Clair, and he came out and did this dance, and like we were all supposed to do it with him. And my mom kept going, "You should do the dance too." <laughs> I was like, that part's not here yet. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> yeah. So she's super supportive. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, my mom is uh, very supportive, very understanding of me wanting to do creative stuff. And she was on a uh, uh, an old show, stock show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that one. They interviewed my mom and Billy's mom because Billy and I were together. And my mom is still like when he, she is hanging out with her friends and they're drinking. She's like, I was so funny. On that. <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty funny. She was funny. <laughs> See, she was funny, but the joke she tells, I'm like. Billy's mom told that joke. <laughs> He's like, and I told him, uh, I've got mafia connections, so watch out. I'm like, that is literally, Billy's mom is Italian. <laughs> you are French. What mafia do you know? It's like, no, I killed. <laughs> Eventually, she's just going to be like, Joan Rivers, I did that set. <laughs> Joan Rivers, that was my idea. <laughs> uh, and my dad, he is a dad, you know, mm-hmm. he, he, uh, he said he would read my Spider-Man comic if I gave him a family discount of free. I'm like, no, you got to pay five bucks. And uh, one day he did read one of my short stories, The Pig Tar, which is about a pig and a horse having a child together. That's half horse, half pig. And my dad read it and called me and he just said, how the heck did you come up with that? Man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dad, I can't tell you. <laughs> Those are my secrets. So funny. Um, well... Cody, coming up to the end of it. Yeah, yeah. we're getting to that. Oh, but I could stay here forever with my boys. (laughs) Well, we're locked in. I mean, if if somebody doesn't show up after us, what are they going to do? Kick us off? (laughs) What are they going to do? Take away our show? (laughs) You guys ever seen uh, Airheads? (laughs) 
Yeah. We could shut this studio down. Oh, Cody, Take Cody, oh, Cody. Hey, no uh, one saw Airheads. Where's the, where's the dump? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to dump this influence. No, no, in. no. I respect the institution. I'm I respect the movie Airheads. <laughs> I respect Airheads. I respect Steve Buscemi. Yes, there's Bryn Frage. There's Steve Buscemi. There's Adam, Adam Sandman's. <laughs> well, uh, I have one institution that you clearly don't respect. The time to plug stuff. So, Cody, uh, <laughs> you got it. Go ahead. Plug your little your little stand up plays. Plug your little doodles. What do you do? Um, I um, I'm gonna be on Neo Benchy next uh, month. Uh, with mm-hmm. Me and Ned are. Um, me and Ned have a um, podcast called Honey I Shrunk the Binge, uh, and we are gearing stickers up. now up in Baltimore and uh, Chicago. Yay! If you guys want stickers, hit me up, y'all. We are um, basically what we do is we uh, take shows uh, that are a few seasons long, and we watch the very first episode of the show, and then we watch the very last episode of the show, and we make predictions beforehand, and we tell you whether or not you should binge watch that show based on just two episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Connor has been on like five episodes now, <laughs> and he's coming back for another one. I, <laughs> I love being on that podcast. I yeah. do love having it. It's, 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 it's fun, cool. and hopefully we're going to have a live show coming up. I'm working on booking a date yeah, for that, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. that will so, definitely come up, and the live shows are a blast. Yeah, they're so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I went to the last one he did. What was the movie that you guys did? Obsessed. Obsessed Beyonce. I remember uh, we watched the first part. It was great. And then we watched the second half or the last part where everything. Yeah, we did first 12 minutes, last 12 minutes. Yeah, and the last 12 minutes is when all the. Oh, it's insane. Everything happened. happened. I, yes. I, I was just on vacation and it was on TV. That movie's insane. I watched like the middle of it. I was like, what? Really? Yeah, oh my God, it's insane. Oh, I, we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> I just remember being so tickled at looking around the audience and seeing Nick look at his phone and then something happened in the movie and he looks up and his jaw drops. He's like, oh. Oh! <laughs> oh! I was like, ah, that's a great moment. For yeah. Nick. Uh, so that's great. And then uh, outside skin, we're trying to look for a place mm-hmm. to do the skimminar. So if you have any leads or you know anything, uh, let us know. Because uh, uh, we should we should just put something not it. in a venue. Like it's a weird enough thing. We'll talk. Oh yeah, we could. Yeah, we can find a bridge to do this under. Seriously, <laughs> in character. Yeah. Um, I also uh, I direct uh, shows in Central Texas, and if you're ever in the area, come see us. All Hold right, on. all right, Ned. Do you have anything you'd like? to plug mm, grump story times tomorrow uh greatest hits or whatever are you reading of. yeah hey i'll be reading tomorrow awesome yeah. what's the story uh oh i can't remember the name of it it's about going to las vegas though it's a really fun story i love reading it <laughs> uh wait is that the one that john wayne wrote no it's no? written okay it's right. written by a secret name gotcha <laughs> yeah gotcha right. gotcha gotcha okay um I've got nothing to play. <laughs> okay. I mean, I got. I'm starting a new job next week. So. And we're sp- yeah. we're trying to work on something too. That might we be are in the pipe. Yeah. Might be, might, oh, is it another kid bit that you guys are gonna throw me under the bus? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the, uh, well, time to spill the beans on what the podcast is called. Throw Ned under, under the, the bus. bus. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's right. the bus? All right, everybody. That's thank our show. Me, thank boys. you. Oh, thank you so much for being on it. Are yeah. You yeah. You were a blast. Anytime. Anytime. You're you're off for the whole summer. Who's our yeah. next guest? Bump them. We got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Bye. Dr. Fun.